You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Here we are again, episode 31 with Changing Lives, as we change lives with the Word of God. Hallelujah. We're continuing in our three-part series. Man, it started out as two-part, but it was so much to unpack. Uh, so it's a, this is our third part of Tune Up Your Gratitude. And we're going to take the opportunity to dig deeper in the Word of God because this is what this podcast is all about. I can't give you philosophy. I can't give you my opinion, my reasoning, because that will only be a temporary fix. It may encourage you. It may be thought-provoking, but it's the Word of God that will be life-changing, that will change your life, that will turn it around and make a, 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 a erasable, you know, um, difference in your life. And so so that's what we're going to get in because we we, we got to have that foundation. And so as we've been talking about gratitude and gratitude has been connected to Thanksgiving because really it's 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 a it's a um it's a theme throughout the word of God from Genesis to Revelation about being thankful, giving thanks, not just waiting for Thanksgiving, guys, right? Um, it's it's about giving God praise, giving honor. It's about showing gratitude, even appreciation. So not only to God, even though it, it starts out exclusively for God, because we ought to make sure that He is the one who is the, the source and the strength. And then because it, it's a part of us, it begins to overflow and spill over into our gratitude and thankfulness for those who are in our lives, our family, our loved ones, our co-workers, our friends, you know, our brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, things that God has done for us and does through us uh, and with us. He uses people, places, and things. He does whatever he needs to, to be a blessing to us. And all of those things fall under what we need to give God thanks for and have a gratitude for. And so as we, we, we you know, uh, so I encourage you, if you haven't uh, listened to the first two podcasts, go back um, because I don't want to use too much time of reviewing because I have so much that I want to share in the word. And um, so just go back and listen, okay? And so as we go into this podcast about being, uh, having gratitude, I want to start out with the core of where gratitude starts. Because again, we talked about emotion, that we want our gratitude to go from emotion to a permanent state of being. And the only way that it can do that is through our maturity, but it starts in the heart. It starts in that 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 hub that's in our hearts. You know, um, that's where love starts from. That's where all the things that are uh, the qualities that God wants to infix in us start from the heart. So in Colossians three sixteen it says this: Let the word of Christ start out with the word. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another. In all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs with thanksgiving, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. So when it starts there, it grows. So, you know, it's something about, you know, this thing about uh, where he's saying, 
start with the word of God, getting it in your heart uh, through teaching, through admonishing one another in wisdom, through singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs. So it's that's to me, that's been important because I've been a psalmist ever since I can remember singing, even know what didn't even know what a psalmist was, but just um God planting those songs in my heart, you know, you know, when I wasn't saved, I would, I would sing the worldly songs, you know, it's funny, just a, just a quick little <laughs> side spin. I remember when um, I was singing uh, with my mom uh, in the room and I was singing, um, as love, if loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. And that was the wrong song to sing because it was a worldly song talking about I'd rather be wrong if loving you is 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 wrong, but that's not the God kind of love, okay? And so she just kind of jerked me real quick and said, "I don't ever want to hear you sing that song again." But but it was my lesson learned to get the right song in your heart, okay? Not a song of doom and gloom, not a song that doesn't line up with the principles of God's word. So we see here at Psalm uh, Colossians three sixteen, the word of God. So it should be biblically based on the word, okay? Songs that 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 that, that have the word interlaced, interwoven in it, okay? But those are songs you should have in your heart, and I admonish you every day. You should have a song in your heart. You, it's a it's an indication that you're going the wrong way if you don't have a song in your heart. It's an indication that something has snuffed out your joy. Something is suppressing you because that is what God innately puts in us, okay? To, to give him praise, to, and that's how, because if we, it, it, it's how we can, from the rising of the sun to the going up down to the same, that's how we can give him that type of praise is because we already have it on the inside of our hearts. So when we wake up, it's there. You know, when we wake up immediately, our hearts are thinking of the goodness of God and the song rises up, you know, and so we're singing it and all that. So always keep a song in your heart. All right. That's connected to that gratefulness. When you're grateful, you're a person that's a cheerful person. That song that, you know, you know, you may have a tendency to sing a lot. And just, it, but those are characteristics of a, a person that 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 flows and operates in gratitude. So but it starts in the core of the heart. OK. And so. One of the ways, you know, connected to that, that another scripture is Philippians 4, 8, where it talks about, and you heard this over and over again, but come on now, it's not in the knowing, it's in the doing, okay? So let's do this word. Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue or power, if there be any praise, think on these things. So if you're thinking on these things, then those are the things that will go to your heart. So in order to get your heart fixed, you have to deal with your thinking, deal with your mind. You can't get around it. You just got to deal with it every single day. You got to keep it in check because that mind is connected to the soul. And every day you have to deal with that soul just like David told his soul, you're going to bless the Lord because this is why you have to bless the Lord. And in Psalms 103, he went down that daily gratitude list, okay, to keep his soul in order. But he, that list helped to keep his thinking in line. 
And then whatever was in his thinking went down to his heart. And then it just solidified his gratitude, his gratitude for God. So that's that's just, you know, so you, you don't have to go to a, 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 a mechanic, you know, like you take your car to go get it tuned up. OK, you this is your tune up routine is deal with your thinking. All right. Deal with your daily gratitude list. That's going to tune up your heart to be flowing in the attitude of gratitude. All right. So then, so, so as we move on in the word of God is there's other areas that, that is so important that we're flowing in thankfulness, gratitude, all of that. And first Thessalonians 5, 18, this is, I think this is the Eastern standard version. It says, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And the King James says, in everything, give thanks. It didn't say for everything, because everything that happens to us is not necessarily from God, okay? And so there are bad things that happen that God may allow to happen, but God's not in the business of doing bad things to his people. He may lift up his hand of grace and of mercy and just say, okay, you want to do what you want to do? I'm going to let you do what you want to do. Come on. How many times have we done that to our children? Because we can't make people do what, what's the right thing. They have to want to do the right thing. And so if, you know, and so even what you're in the natural sense with your children, it's like they keep, they're going to continue to be stubborn. Then after a while, it's like, okay, you want to do what you want to do. Now you're going to have to see what happens when you do what you want to do. So then you then you step back a little bit and you give them that opportunity to see, okay, and then they'll then they'll learn, you know, from the life of hard knock, you know, but you don't want them to go that route. But at any rate, bad does not come from God, but bad does happen. Bad, bad things happen to good people. Okay. And so, but I know that we serve a good God that doesn't dispense out that type of thing. But so, but what do I do when something bad happens to me? What do I do when I'm dealing with suffering? What do I do when I lose my job? When I lose a loved one? What do I do when, 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 when I'm dealing with uh, conflict and relationships and things like that? When things don't go my way. Okay. It says, give thanks in all circumstances. Okay. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God and Christ Jesus concerning you. What are you giving thanks for? You give thanks for the good things that are happening. What you do have that's working right. All of those things. So that's that scripture that lines up with even what Jesus gave as an example when he had the two fish and the loaves of bread. He wasn't, he wasn't murmuring and complaining about what he didn't have, but he looked at what he did have and said, thank you, God. I give you thanks for this. Okay. And so that's what it's saying, because those are the ingredients that turn things around. So that's in first Thessalonians 518. So take those scriptures. Look, you need to take this scripture. Don't let this be the last time you, you hearing this. You need to listen to it over and over again, even if you listen to the message over and over again. But you have to take responsibility for the tune of maintenance that you need for your own gratitude. So if you have to post a sticky note, if you have to take your phone and put it as a reminder on your phone, if you have to make a song with it, whatever you got to do, that's how you keep your mind, your thinking focused on the goodness of God so it can get to your heart. So that's how you can 
in everything, give thanks, because that's a part of that tune-up routine. And so then in Philippians 4, 6 through 7, it says, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, don't stop there, with thanksgiving. So there, you know, a lot of times when we're praying, there are things that we need, there are things that that may um, that 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 we may need added to us that we're lacking. There are things that may not be going right, and certainly, yes, the Word of God says men ought always to pray and not to faint. So we, we're going to have you know prayers that we got to go to God because He is the source. He is the the. Um, the, the unlimited source, okay? We can tap into that. So that's why he says that we ought always to pray. But when you go and you pray, you don't just dump all that on God. You give it to him and you thank him for, okay? Moving already, thanking him, you know, that he hears you. Because even Jesus said to him in one of his prayers, he said, Father, I thank you that you hear me. Oh, come on now. That's enough to give God thanks that, that he's listening to you, that he's not turning a deaf ear to us. So he's saying, pray your prayers, you know, and your supplication, but do it with thanksgiving because that's the ingredient that helps to turn the tide of your situation. He said, with thanksgiving, what? Let your requests be made known unto God. And then this is what happens. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. It won't make sense what he's about ready to do after you release that Thanksgiving. This is what's going to happen. It's going to keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I mean, that right there, I mean, that's a mystery right there. But he's telling us the secret. Thanksgiving. Glory to God. And then we know about count it all joy from uh, James 1, uh, 2 through 4. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. That that joy that's also connected to um, uh, that same uh, scripture in Philippians 4. If you go up a little bit where it says rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And then it begins to go on to talk about be careful for nothing. You know, and so... All of that's connected. He's setting us up, you know, so that thankfulness, the joy, it's all in there. So you can go through trials. You can go through testings. Your faith can be tried, but you can be steadfast because you're counting it all joy. You're constantly rejoicing. When you're rejoicing, that songs and hymns and spiritual songs, again, it's all wrapped up in there. It will begin to bowl up in your spirit. Glory to God. So every day, come on, I can remember being in church and always hearing this scripture to the point it just began to fall on deaf ears. But as I began to be to mature and I got a revelation of what this meant, I mean, my goodness, Psalms 118.24, how many remember this? This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us what? Be sad. Let us murmur. Let us complain. No. It says, let us rejoice. That means that word rejoice is it starts out with joy, 
but then you keep it going. Rejoice, rejoice. Like it's on rewind, rewind, rejoice. Keep rejoicing. <laughs> uh, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. That means keep that joy going every day. This is the day when you wake up, say to yourself, this is the day that the Lord has made. You may not have the job that you want. You may not have, you know, things working in your marriage like you want it right now, but say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice because he's made me glad. Why has he made me glad? Oh, come on. Go back to your daily gratitude list. It's going to cause something to happen in your spirit. Glory to God that you can't keep to yourself. Oh my goodness. I'm getting happy up in here. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23 says, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. This is why you can rejoice because every single morning you're going to get new mercies. Every single morning he's going to uh, show his faithfulness to us. Come on, if you go up a little bit in in that uh, third uh, uh, chapter, 21, it says, I call to my mind. Hallelujah. What the Lord has done. I'm paraphrasing right now, but, but it, it gave, it gave the, the writer hope. It gave Jeremiah hope. Come on now. And so these are things that is connected to being thankful. Hallelujah. When you call to remembrance, that means you don't forget what God has done for you. You don't forget what your mama did for you. You don't forget when somebody shows goodness to you and they don't have to. You remember, you show that appreciation. And so then the word in Ephesians 1, 16 says this, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remember you, remembering you in my prayers. And so if you have your tune, your, uh, your, your gratitude tuned up, to be thankful and grateful to God, then we shouldn't have a problem with being grateful and thankful to those who are around us. Thankful for our husbands. No, not murmuring, complaining. He ain't doing this. Lord, I thank you that he loves you. I thank you that he's in church. I thank you that, that he's seeking your face. I thank you that he's not out in the street and doing his own thing. I thank you that he's a family man. I thank you this. I think, and I could just go on and on. Come on now. Shake yourself. Get yourself in order. Get yourself in line to be able to give thanks for others. And get off of what's going on in your life. God, I thank you that you're moving in my sister's life. I thank you that you're moving in my brother's life. I thank you that you're blessing them. You're blessing them in their spirit. You're blessing them in their soul. You're blessing them physically. You're blessing them, God. And I thank you. I give thanks. This is Paul. Paul said, I cease. I do not cease. Now, come on now. Let's be honest. Do we cease from giving thanks for others when we get mad at somebody? If we're real, more than likely, yes. Okay, we stop for that moment because we're going to have our little moment of, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be disgusted at you. I'm going to be disappointed. But you lose ground. What? You lose your ground of the ingredients that is able to turn the tide on your situation and cause increase to happen in your life, to cause blessings to happen in your life. All of that is within your hands. It's your choice. So be determined that as a part of your maintenance of tuning up your gratitude, that you're going to train yourself to not cease to give thanks 
Somebody else gets blessed. You've been praying for it. You've been believing God. It's on your prayer list. It's on your your prayer and purpose board. You got pictures of this or whatever it may be. And then so-and-so, they just decided, okay, I'm going to believe God for this. And bam, they get it. Are you going to stop thanking God? No, I do not cease to give thanks for you. I'm happy for you genuinely happy. And I'm remembering you in my prayers that what God has blessed you with, that you will enjoy it to the fullest. Come on. That's maturity right there. All right. Come on. We got a few more scriptures. How many remember this scripture from church back in the day? Psalms 100. Come on now. When you, when you were asked to read a scripture, what scripture did you read? Psalms 100. Make a joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Here we go. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Come on now. All that we just talked about was the reason why we can enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. I mean, we could put a pen right there and we could stay right there where that just, I mean, everything, part one, part two, part three, there it is all right there. It's just all packed in there joyfulness, thankfulness. You know, we, what we do does not come of our own strength. We, we, we didn't wake ourselves up, up up this morning. We didn't put breath in our own bodies, but it was God. We belong to him. Oh, if we belong to him, then that means we are his children. That means we king's kids. Come on, we can just take, we can go in any direction you want to go, but it's all good. And God has wrapped up in here the attitude of gratitude for our maker, for our creator. Hallelujah. And so we got to give him thanks for everything that we do. And so I pray that that you allow these messages, this word to get on the inside of you. We got to be vigilant, y'all, because the enemy desires to snuff us as we. If he can put us on pause, then he's put us on hold. He he if he can put us on pause, then he can keep us from praising God. If he can put us on pause, then he can keep us from recognizing the goodness of God because everything else stops, okay? God is always abounding. He's always moving forward. And so so don't ever let your praise stop. Don't ever let your thanksgiving stop. You know, train yourself up to move from emotion to that state of being, of being grateful, a attitude of gratitude. So come on, tune it up, tune it up with the word of God and let it be operating on all cylinders at all times. I pray this has been a blessing to you. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at Mount Gilead FGIM.